Welcome to the podcast From Zambia to Ireland, 15 Years of Insights on HIV and AIDS, where Professor Father Michael Kelly, expert and scholar, shares his wisdom through a special collection of addresses delivered from 2006 to 2020 during the annual Irish Aid Professor Father Michael Kelly event. Father Michael was born in 1929 in Tullamore in Ireland, later becoming a Zambian citizen. He dedicated his life to advocating for an integrated and sustained approach to HIV and AIDS. He raised the importance of community, dignity, compassion and humanity, and he was a passionate advocate for education and for the rights of women. He died in 2021. My name is Nadine Ferris-France, Executive Director of the Irish Global Health Network and longtime friend of Father Michael. It is an honour and a privilege to ensure that Father Michael's wisdom and legacy is widely shared. We can replace the negative cycle linking food security and HIV AIDS with a virtuous cycle in which, as food security and nutritional status improve, HIV and AIDS decline, leading to further improvements in nutritional status and food security and improvements in health. Episode 13, Food Security and HIV. In this episode, the 2008 address, Father Michael spoke about the dynamic interrelatedness between food scarcity and insecurity and the epidemiology and experience of those living with HIV and AIDS. Read by Maisie Jones. 2008, food security and HIV. Nine million people die each year or 1,000 per hour because of hunger and poverty. And while 10% of hunger-related deaths are from acute events like famine, 90% of those deaths are from chronic hunger and malnutrition, with the number of chronically hungry people growing by an average of 4 million per year. Our response must shift from just the acute cases of food shortage to address those who lack the basic human right to food, a basic human right outlined by the World Food Summit in 1996 as the right of everyone to have access to safe and nutritious food consistent with the right to adequate food and the fundamental right of everyone to be free from hunger. Food is life and the right to food is a fundamental one, without which many other rights cannot be enjoyed. There are 240 people per hour dying from AIDS-related illnesses, 2.1 million people in 2007, and 285 people per hour become newly infected with the HIV virus, 2.5 million people in 2007. Every minute, a child under the age of 15 dies of an AIDS-related illness and another child becomes infected with HIV. It is no coincidence that HIV prevalence and malnutrition coexist in many parts of the world. The very factors that lead to hunger and malnutrition are those that are now driving the HIV-AIDS epidemic. Poverty, the movement of people, conflict and inequality. This appears very strongly in the case in Africa. Food security exists when all people at all times have physical and economic access to sufficient, safe and nutritious food to meet their dietary needs and food preferences for an active and healthy life. Food security is concerned with the availability, access, stability of supply and access and safe and healthy use of food. By contrast, food insecurity exists when food is available but not adequate, there is not enough food for everyone Families cannot feed all the members of their households due to prices, transport or food type, or when food reserves become inedible. As Peter Pio, the executive director of UNAIDS, related, I was in Malawi and met with a group of women living with HIV. 
I asked them what their highest priority was. Their answer was clear and unanimous, food. Not care, not drugs for treatment, not relief from stigma, but food. Food security and HIV and AIDS are inextricably linked. From a physiological perspective, food insecurity makes it easier to become infected with and to transmit HIV, and it speeds the progression from infection of HIV virus to AIDS. Malnutrition and hunger can also lead to risky survival activities like migration in search of work or food, the exchange of sex for food or money, or having to remove girls from their schooling to provide support in the home. These activities and behaviours put individuals at a further disadvantage with greater nutritional needs but with even less access to adequate food. At a societal level, HIV increases the need for food, reduces the food labour workforce through HIV and AIDS related illness and reduces the level of support from agricultural support services impacting land use, crops, animal care, environmental protection and community support systems, all of which increase food insecurity. Women especially are impacted negatively by food insecurity because of the major role they play in food production and as carers for the sick and for children, including orphans, or when they themselves become ill. Whole communities relinquish assets and productive food equipment in order to support the sick, pay for medical costs, transport and funerals. In addition, there is a reduced investment in the next generation through health and education, diminishing the potential for passing on essential skills and knowledge, such that social capital is diminished. HIV and AIDS also complicate and magnify the scale and complexity of current global issues related to food security, including rising food prices, climate change, biofuels, innovation and gen genetically modified organisms, population growth and responses to poverty, and establishing comprehensive social protections for women, children, the elderly and other vulnerable populations. For instance, from 2006 to 2007, biofuels were responsible for the consumption of 50% of major food crops. There is now concern that the development of alternative biofuels has contributed to rising food prices, further endangering food security for the world's most vulnerable, and that the full environmental effects of biofuels are uncertain and possibly negative. The increasing use of genetically modified organisms, or GMOs, while enabling hardier, more productive crops, has been associated with too much reliance on a few biotech companies for a wide diversity of inputs, reducing biodiversity. This puts populations at risk of agricultural crop mono-reliance, as, as was the case with the Irish potato famine. There is also uncertainty over the potential risk of, to health from daily intake of GMOs, such that even food-stressed countries like Sudan, Angola, Malawi and Zambia have rejected GM crops and imports. One way we can intervene is by enabling comprehensive social welfare or protection programmes, integrating cash transfers of 5 to 7 euros per month and other social provisions. Even such a small amount of cash can transform the lives of severely impoverished households, allowing them to buy food, basic items, farm inputs and to repay debts. These transfers can lead to improved nutrition, less illness and improved school attendance. Such assistance also promotes a sense of well-being and hope. We can replace the negative cycle linking food security and HIV AIDS with a virtuous cycle in which, as food security and nutritional status improve, HIV and AIDS decline, leading to further improvements in nutritional status and food security and improvements in health. We will succeed in doing this by strengthening the individual capacity of families, households and communities 
and ensuring access to essential services, especially schooling for girls for as many years as possible, healthcare and the prevention of HIV transmission from parent to child. We must advocate that governments protect the most vulnerable through social protection programmes, cash transfers, school-based food programmes and similar interventions, and we must promote sustainable livelihoods in both rural and urban areas and advocate for a greater priority for food security and fair trade. Ireland has made a commitment to respond not only to acute needs like famines, but also to the underlying causes of hunger. To do this and successfully contribute to food security requires a range of interventions from building livelihoods to agricultural research to rural development. A focus on poverty reduction is the most comprehensive way of addressing hunger. We need new and innovative ways to reduce vulnerability, provide social protection and build protective capacity. Where we are met with cynicism and doubt and those who tell us that we cannot, we will respond with that timeless creed that sums up the spirit of a people. Yes, we can. Thank you for listening. It is important to remember that HIV and AIDS has not gone away and more than ever we must call on all communities to redouble efforts and to ensure that we keep HIV high on the agenda. Please visit fathermichaelkellyzambia.org to learn more. We are all